So we've talked a lot about public inquiries here on the show, right? Primarily, almost exclusively, really, um, about a public inquiry into foreign interference in Canada's election. Big talking point, as you know. Uh, well, that talk is sort of, I don't know, hanging in the balance. I wouldn't say it's ground to a halt, but it doesn't seem to be progressing. We'll see if, if we ever get anywhere on that file. But our next guest recently wrote a piece in the Globe and Mail saying that's not the only issue where some sort of public hearing or public inquiry or something might serve Canadians very, very well. Kelly Kreiderman of the Globe and Mail uh, wrote a piece saying, we need a public inquiry into the housing crisis in this country. It's a really interesting article. You should check it out in the Globe. And Kelly joins us now to talk a bit about it. Um, Kelly, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Hi there, Shay. I, I love the piece. Uh, great concept. Thank good you. thought. Uh, because I think you're right. We've talked about this so much. We don't seem to go anywhere. We're spinning our wheels. So let's get into it. A public inquiry into the housing crisis. First of all, like you say, let's figure out how we got into this mess, right? Figure that out to begin with. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of discussion about housing. And if you talk to people who don't follow politics, who don't follow every twist and turn of public policy, they talk about housing. They talk about their concerns for affording housing, for paying off their mortgages, for mortgage rates going up, for their children having housing uh, at some point. And I think it's one of those issues to me that has only recently got any attention from federal policymakers and sometimes provincial and municipal policymakers. But to me, it's this basic of life that we are not doing a good job of right now in Canada. And that's for a whole host of reasons. But I think what we really need is an examination of how this happened and how we, we, how we stop the situation from becoming worse. Like, it, it, it's been a long time coming in a lot of ways, right? Like, we, this didn't mm-hmm. just happen overnight. We've sort of set ourselves up for this almost, you know, just blindly walking through it. And eventually, this is where we were going to end up no matter what, right? Yes, and and like I I say in my column, this has been a slow-moving crisis, and, you know, one that uh, people in Vancouver and Toronto have been grappling with for um, nearing on a decade, and and it's it's, uh, one where we are now seeing it spread to other parts of the country. We are seeing people who can't afford rents in Halifax. We're seeing people who can't afford to get a house in Kelowna. We're seeing, you know, prices go up in Calgary to a significant degree. And I think I think part of the reason for that is not only the decent economy that we're seeing in Alberta right now, but also because Alberta is seen as a good place to invest for people because it is it provides relatively affordable housing. You know, condo prices have gone up significantly in Calgary uh, in the past year. And I think that's partially because investors are looking for a place to buy an affordable condo where a condo an apartment style condo averages three hundred thousand dollars which is very affordable compared to vancouver and toronto and i don't think that's the entire reason that we're seeing housing prices go up in calgary but i think it's part of the reason and i think up until very recently statistics canada hasn't been keeping track of how much of our housing stock is investor-owned, and I think that is part of the equation about why we're seeing some affordability eroded in Canada, to put it mildly. And I, I think, again, we need to question whether we want a country where people are paying rent to a, you know, a, a smaller group of homeowners, or we want the, the promise of owning some type of housing 
to be there for people who are working and who are doing the jobs in big cities in Canada. And, you know, you make a really good point in terms of the investment, you know, the way that it's viewed by part of the situation that we've created in this country is we don't necessarily view housing as you know, having a place to live for a lot of people, most people, it's viewed as an investment, right? It's a really good investment. You're gonna, you can use it for your retirement, or it's a great way to build income. Like we view housing not necessarily as, like you say, something that you know is a basic human requirement, more of an investment, which is part of the problem. Yes, and you know, housing and the real estate market has become a huge part of the Canadian economy, a huge part of the GDP. Some would argue too much of the Canadian GDP, and I think. Um, I think that is a problem when we get into a situation where you everybody knows someone who has a decent job who's having a really hard time yeah. finding a place to live or saving enough that they can have a down payment in this high-interest high environment. And I think, um, you know, we talk about affordable housing for low-income people, and there's a group of people who do not have a problem with housing. They own housing outright. But that part in the middle of people who are trying to get in the housing ladder, who are who are working, I think we need to think more about how we get them into um, into the housing market and, and even make uh, mortgages more attainable without adding fuel to the inflation fire. And I think that requires a very careful balancing act and really well thought out policies, and that's what we need to take a look at right now. We've sort of created, like you say, two groups of Canadians, right? Like you've got people Mm -hmm. who are fortunate enough to buy a house. They have a house. They may probably even got some equity built up and have done really, really well with that quote-unquote investment piece of it. But then we've got another demographic out there that just home ownership is something they've almost abandoned, right? It's just not going to happen. And I I think that's a huge problem, and it changes the way we think about uh, uh what we're able to do in Canada. We've, uh, I think we've always had an idea in your head. Every Canadian has had an idea in their head, and every every permanent resident who comes here uh, has thought, if I work, if I save for a down payment, if I have a good job, I will be able to afford housing. And I think we're increasingly seeing a division between people who bought a house, say, 10 years ago or more, and have built up some equity, and people who have bought more recently or haven't bought yet. And for the people who bought more recently who haven't built up equity, they're very concerned right now about rising interest rates and, and what that will mean for payments, whether your mortgage comes up this year or it comes up in two years, that's a big concern. And also for the people who um, haven't been able to buy in this market, I think it's creating a lot of anger and nihilism, I call it in my column, just the the, the feeling that there won't be a way to get ahead. So I think we need to discuss, and I think federal politicians really need to have a serious discussion about how we give people hope that they will be able to have some kind of decent housing for their family in big cities. And of course, there are places you can move uh, where in Canada where housing is more affordable, but we need people working, building houses, uh, being nurses, being teachers, being firefighters in cities, and and that is a major concern. So when you talk about a public inquiry, you're not... I mean, you're not being facetious. You're actually saying this is the kind of national level conversation that we need to have, right? We need to get everybody at the table to have a pretty thorough examination of where we are and how to fix it. Like, you, you, this, you're, you're actually saying this is something we need to get started on. I'm saying it's 
the it's you know it's definitely the top three of public of uh, policy issues that we need to discuss in this country. And I feel like we don't have all the answers for why this is why housing yeah. affordability is worse in Canada compared to the United States compared to many Western countries. Why it is so out of step with incomes in this country. We don't have all the answers, and I'm not saying. I know. I'm saying there's a whole bunch of reasons we haven't examined fully. And I think we need to ask those questions so we can avoid it, perhaps, in the future. We can develop policies that encourage homeownership, encourage people getting in the property ladder, and encourage supply. Of course, supply is a huge issue that we are not building enough houses. We're not building enough homes. That is a huge concern. And, I, you know, I even want to examine why seniors feel so concerned about uh, selling family homes that are too big for them because they don't feel like they're somewhere good or affordable to move to. I think that's another huge issue for increasing supply as well. So I think we need to examine a lot of things and we need a more directed housing policy. We need to have more frank conversations about this. Even people who are homeowners, people who do hold a lot of equity in housing, they have to be concerned about workers who can't afford housing at this point. 